This is News Talk. Well, our good friend Housing back on the front pages yet again today. That big story from the Irish Times, which you heard about in the news. The Department of Housing failed to spend €1 billion Euro earmarked for housing, and that money could have funded 4,000 social houses. So uh, this was money earmarked for housing over the past three years. And obviously we are in the midst of a housing crisis. About 1.52 billion euro of the department's budget went unspent between 2020 and 2022. And a billion of that was intended for social and affordable housing. Uh, And the department uh, is blaming, uh, obviously, the war in Ukraine, the pandemic there, where there were restrictions on the construction sector. Sites were closed. Obviously, challenges arising from Russia's invasion on Ukraine. So all of this means that there was a delay in the pace of construction. And then they had inflation, energy and fuel prices and all that other stuff as well. But anyway, the headline doesn't look great. At a housing crisis or in a housing crisis to have a billion euro unspent of money earmarked for housing that could have built four thousand homes uh, and as Ono Brin who got the figures tells the Irish Times this could have housed half the total number of households currently in emergency accommodation. The other housing story on the front of the Irish Independent. Thousands more mortgage holders are trapped with vulture funds than was previously thought. Close to 60,000 are now what's called mortgage prisoners of the vultures. The central bank estimated that 38,000 borrowers are stuck paying sky-high variable rates uh, and were identified as high risk. Uh, But there are 20,000 more who can't move away from vultures as they have been in arrears before. So if you get the calculator out there, you will see that 60,000 mortgage holders are now trapped, as the Irish Independent calls it, with vultures. And then the Mail has housing on its front page. Nobody gave us eviction figures. The Taoiseach has insisted the Cabinet was not presented with figures showing nearly 7,000 termination notices were pending before it made the decision to end the eviction ban, even though the analysis was sent to the Housing Minister's office. Leo Vradkar stressed yesterday that the volume of termination notices received by tenants would not have influenced their decision to lift the ban and keep landlords in the market there. So uh, they did have some information about the termination notices, but there's a question mark over who knew what and when. The Irish Daily Star, killer on the loose. Um, This is the killing of a woman in Limerick and this week it's not probably getting the coverage that it normally would when a a woman is killed in broad daylight in Ireland I think largely because there's a lot of other news going on including what was going on with Donald Trump but the fact is in broad daylight a woman was killed and the killer is still on the loose. Gardaí according to the Star launching a murder hunt for a runaway killer who stabbed a young woman to death Uh, the shocking attack has sparked fear in Limerick. The brother of a previous victim, Sylvia Roach Kelly, has warned women are not safe walking our streets. The Irish Sun goes with another incident which happened in County Cork. Killer dies in Blaze. A convicted killer and sex beast has died 
in a raging house fire. The Irish Sun says Conor Downey was so badly burned by Tuesday's blaze in Cork that he had to be identified by his dental records. So that's on the front of the Sun. On the front of the Irish Examiner, they look at the Citizens' Assembly report on biodiversity, which was launched yesterday, described as a landmark report. But the country's main farming body, the IFA, has expressed serious concerns about the report, suggesting that some of the recommendations on biodiversity loss could actually be counterproductive to the overall objective of protecting biodiversity. So they have a big interview with Tim Cullinan there of the IFA. He's not happy with attacks on farmers to fund biodiversity. He says that would be outlandish. Now, the Irish Daily Mirror front page is more about Joe Biden. I'm actually surprised Joe Biden isn't on more of the front pages because there's a lot of talk, obviously, uh, about his visit to Ireland, but not a lot of uh, coverage on the front pages. But anyway, the mirror has it. Here comes the sun, and that's S-O-N, as in Joe Biden being a son of Ireland. The country is preparing to welcome a son of Ireland home when Joe Biden arrives next week. So he's going to give his big speech in Ballina, and he'll also address the doll. His cousin, Joe Blewett, says, we're thrilled he's finally coming. Even the weather improved when we heard the news. So must have been raining in Mayo, and then the news came, and suddenly the sun came out. Staying with Joe Biden's visit inside the Irish Independent, they're looking at what's going to happen in the Dáil when he addresses Leinster House, a joint sitting of the Dáil and Shannon. Uh, the Secret Service are going to have to be, be behind a doorway within two metres of the US President as he addresses the houses of the Oireachtas next week. That's because they are armed. So the Secret Service are armed but we've a rule in Ireland that you can't have guns in the doll. So apparently the Secret Service wanted their agents inside the doll chamber when he gives his historic address. That came two weeks ago, that demand. But uh, there's going to be no armed agents in the chamber, but Secret Service personnel will be behind a doorway near the president. So presumably they'll still have eyes on him uh, and be able to jump if anything happens. Uh, a spokesperson for the Houses of the Oireachtas said, we don't discuss security issues, but one source told the Irish Independent the US Secret Service had argued that their responsibility is to him rather than respecting any local rules. So it doesn't matter what country you're in, they think uh, their gig is to protect the president. Anyway, you're not going to see armed Secret Service agents in the Dáil Chamber. Now, uh, the Irish Examiner is an interesting one from a court case in Kerry, kind of reflecting what's going on right around the country. Cocaine is now the drug of choice and more prevalent than cannabis. This is a comment from a judge after several cases for possession of cocaine came before him at Killarney District Court. So five men pleaded guilty to possessing cocaine in Killarney, uh, which has doubled the number of cases involving cannabis. There was another case uh, put back for hearing. So six cases involving cocaine, three involving cannabis. A number of other cases were adjourned. Uh, and Judge David Waters said that cocaine seems to be the drug of choice in Ireland now. He says the whole country seems awash with it. And the solicitor representing the men agreed and said that cocaine is the party drug 
in Killarney. Drug driving is also increasing. Cocaine now also prominent in drug driving detections. So it's not just in, you know, Dublin or in big cities. It's been seen right around the country and in Killarney. Uh, it seems there's a big problem with cocaine, particularly you'd imagine on nights out if the judge is saying there that it's a the party drug and the drug of choice in Killarney. Now, uh, the Irish Independent looks at driving and insurance. One in three motorists want a tracker device to be put in their vehicle to monitor their speed because it could cut the cost of their insurance. And one in two motorists said they'd seen their vehicle insurance bill increase over the last year. One in four said they'd be happy to undergo driver refresher training and one in five would be prepared to limit their mileage. This is according to a survey by People Insurance there. Uh, And they say despite all the moves to try and reduce the cost of car insurance, drivers not really seeing the benefit of reduced insurance prices. One in seven said their car insurance bill had fallen. One in three said their car insurance had pretty much stayed the same. Mine stayed pretty much the exact same, I think, there. But interesting, drivers are willing to have a tracker to monitor their speed, even hand in their mileage every year to the insurance company or do another kind of driving test or refresher course in order to get cheap insurance. Speaking of money in the star, they're looking at Katie Taylor's big a lot of people angry about this. Boxing fans reporting issues trying to buy tickets for Katie Taylor's Dublin fight. One fan told the star they were asked to pay €1,500 Euro to go and see the fight. So she fights uh, Chantal Cameron in the Three Arena on the 20th of May. Tickets went on sale yesterday, but people said they had issues trying to get tickets via Ticketmaster. One person said really bad form. There were errors on the pre-sale and now on errors with the normal sale tickets. Another said they'd been online since nine this morning to get into the queue. 83 people ahead of me and then the site kicks me out. Uh, someone else says not working. Something went wrong. Apparently there was 900 in the queue. Now an error occurred when trying to find the tickets. So a lot of people quite upset that they haven't managed to get tickets or if they could, it was going to cost them about 1,500 quid. Final story comes from the Eye and uh, there's a survey today about the little things that mean a lot and what the best surprises are. So the best surprises are in first position being sent a parcel, then receiving flowers. Number three, this is a great surprise, is finding money in a coat or a bag. Uh, Also waking up to see the sun shining, coming home to your favourite home-cooked meal. Number six of the best surprises is an unannounced visit from family or friends. I'd absolutely hate that, but other people clearly love it. And uh, also a nice phone call, someone doing a chore for you and seeing something you have had your eye on now on sale. These are the little things that mean a lot in life. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.